You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to preview the Bulls season opener going down today. And we're also going to uh, look at the Bulls starting schedule. It gets a little bit rough in there. And we're going to predict the first five games of the season for the Chicago Bulls. It's your season opening special today on Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Yeah, you do know, it's no, no what, what, what's going oh, on, Pat? Oh, 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 run it back, run it back. No, it's, it's, you missed the moment, bro. You missed the moment. It's over with. It is what it is, bro. <laughs> but with that said, Pat, man, um, it's finally here, bro. The start of the season is here. We've already got two games last night. Uh, shout out to the Denver Nuggets who won their opening game on their wing, uh, ring night. So shout out to them on that one. Uh, Reggie Jackson absolutely dropped LeBron James for that three-pointer as well, bro. That was that was nasty work. Um, but the Bulls now open their season today. Uh, how how what, how are you feeling? Now, it's the start of a new season. We we, we jump right into the deep end. Uh, we f- face the OKC Thunder. This could be a <laughs> matchup nightmare potentially for the Chicago Bulls. I tell you what, the Bulls are really going to be tested on you know the changes that they've talked about making. We're gonna have to see that really early now against a team like the OKC Thunder. How you feeling, Pat? I mean, listen, yeah, Kobe White's gonna get tested immediately out of the gate. I think we can see a little bit more Javon Carter in this game. Uh, possibly a ton of Javon Carter in this game because of his defensive ability, ability to guard Shea. Um, I think the Bulls should be a competitive team in here, but I think this is a very tough start for you, and it'll speak a lot to how much the Bulls have improved over the offseason from one offseason to another. I mean, you got Lou Dort on this team. When the Bulls were trying to guard him on for, on the three-point line last season, I feel like it was a matchup nightmare. Like, they didn't know he was shooting corner threes. Like, it was like that family guy skit where he just kept going corner three, uh, like, so you, you want to see the Bulls defense step up here, uh, first and foremost, um, half court defense, especially because I mean, they're adding a new wrinkle into the game altogether and Chet Holmgren, who seems to be a guy who can do it all. And, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of P will and Tory, uh, uh, Tory Craig guarding him, um, just because of the versatility, the mobility, his ability to to step out and shoot, his ability to get to the bucket. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't I don't want to see Vooch on that. I'm not gonna lie. Not first game. Let's let's, <laughs> let's ease into the season a little bit. I'm not making any you know bold predictions for the seasons based on this game. But to start things off, I do think that this is gonna be a tough one for the Bulls, and it's gonna be the beginning of many tough games for this team uh, going forward. But at a minimum, I'm excited. Because Bulls basketball is back and the Bears are two and five. So I need something to look forward to and be excited every other night about. And listen, Bulls basketball is one of those things, right? Like we do the same thing every single game. We're like, I'm sick of this team. 
All right, cut it off. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, I, got I mean, it is what it is. We're, we're real fans of this team. So <laughs> that's going to come with, with the territory. But, I, I mean, I'm excited just for the season to start. I think that it seems like the players are really excited about the start of the season. Uh, as me, you talked about, like, we had to give Billy Donovan his credit. The things that this team has talked about changing, at least to, with the small sample size, it looks like it's going to be legit and they're changing now. Yeah. The lights are about to be on. And so we'll get to see if they go back to kind of some of their default things when the pressure gets on. Because as we're going to talk about in the next one, this is a rough, rough schedule to start out with for the Chicago Bulls, man. As far as like the number of games played, the travel, all types of things like that, which we'll talk about. But like, I think it's a good, I, I don't want to say tune up because that kind of makes it seem like we're, it, we're just, uh, we expect to beat the OKC Thunder, but it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a nice measuring stick game to start off your season against a team that to me, and I said it, Shea Gilgis Alexander had the Thunder one more early, would have been an MVP candidate last season. Yes, and so we 100%. get to start off. Get to start off against uh, uh, somebody who should have been an MVP candidate, could be one this year. Somebody who could be a Rookie of the Year candidate. On top of that, Lou Dort ain't finna make anything easy on uh, on Demar or Zach if he switched on Zach. So you know, it's it's a lot of things going into this game that we're looking for changes for this Bulls team. How's Kobe going to do a starting point guard? Going to get a solid answer there. Zach Levine, we all know that we expect him to really come out and play like he did in the back half of last season because he's starting the season off early. DeMar, we'll get to see what DeMar is going to be. Patrick Williams is a game where we're going to absolutely need Patrick Williams to be, if nothing else, defensively locked in completely from start to finish. Yeah. The bench, we're going to need all of that. Vooch against Chet. like So it's so many of the things that we've, talked about wanting to see happen over this season that we can see a small sample size in this game tonight. And so because of it, I, I'm, I'm really excited for it outside of just the normal excitement over the start of a new season for the Bulls. Uh, for me, I mean, you know, on the other side, right? Like you have to shoot the basketball on one because on dang mosquito attack. Soon as I said that uh, <laughs> on the other <laughs> side, right? You're going to have Lou Dort. You're going to have Shea. You're going to have Chet. And we know they're not going to be afraid to shoot the ball. So the Bulls, have to be looking to take the three ball as much as possible and be able to knock it down at a high clip. This is really going to see if these small tweaks that AK made are actually, it's not right. It doesn't have to be long-term, but it'll be the start of how are you going to fit them into the system? Correct. And I, and I think, uh, you know, just when you look at like the, the bulls bench as well, I'm looking for them to really set a tone defensively and come in yep. because one thing about OKC, I like their roster overall. They have to have some some questions on that bench, but overall, like I think that that's where the what may be able to make the difference. If the bench unit comes in and plays defensively, like we know that they can, it can really help with other things out there on the court. But like you said, the Bulls got to be able to shoot. Uh, you have to make you have. This is a game where you can score more field goals than the OKC Thunder, but they will absolutely kill you by their ability to make three pointers. So. The Bulls got to be able to hit some threes out there and do so effectively and efficiently. And so that's what I'm looking for in this game. Win or lose, do they do the things that we've saw little glimpses of in yep. the preseason? Do they do it effectively? Do they limit the turnovers? Because that's another thing. This is not a team you want to hey. turn the ball over a lot against because they're going to get out and run on you. And I just don't know if you're equipped to run with the OKC Thunder night in and night out uh, if 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 they get a lot of uh, turnovers on us and get out in transition a lot. So, oh, like that that's such a key point because – I mean, we saw it even in the playoffs, right? There were a couple games where we were like, oh, my God. We're like, do y'all know how to get the ball up court? Like, is there any yeah. – uh, 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 is there anybody who can run an offense here? Is there anybody who can set things up? Can we move the ball smoothly and swiftly and get it around without turning the ball over? I mean, like, we had one game – didn't we have, like, 28 turnovers in the preseason? 
versus Toronto, I want to say. Yeah, the Toronto game here was like 20, it was 26 turnovers and 22 fouls, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it's reverse. It was, I remember those numbers stick out to me a lot in, yeah. in that one. So, like that, that, that is something that if you give OKC the opportunity to get out and run, like you said, it's a team that can run. And mm. when they do, we don't have it. We just like we got we got Demar and Booch, right? Like, yes, Demar can run. I'm not saying that they're slow, but like, there's a limit. Demar's to not good in transition. There's a limit, dog. There's a limit. And and here's here's the issue and the reason why we say this, right? Last time, every uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right, what year do you want me to stop at? What you mean? <laughs> I'm gonna give you the turnovers versus OKC by year. Oh, I don't, yeah, don't it don't just just give me give me the averages. I don't even care, bro. I know it's probably hey, bro, bro, bro. I can't I can't even give you the averages because it's so high. I mean, 16, 15, 13, 16, 11, 24, 11. That's just from 2021 till now. That's not extremely bad, but it's not good either. 24, so. 16, 15, oh, 16. 20, well, my brain clearly heard something different. Oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> We got That's two bad. games where we only had 11 turnovers. That's still a lot, but I can deal with 11 turnovers, right? A lot of shots, yeah. a lot of passes. 24, 16, 13, 15, 16. That's how many times we turn the ball over against this team every year, bro. I'm yeah. sick of it. Let's live with those turnovers, man. Let's, Like I said, but like we just said, this, this is a big test for a lot of the things for the Chicago Bulls. Their weaknesses, uh, some of the things they're trying to turn into strengths. Can they do that effectively? This yeah. is a really good... Listen, we're, we're, we're going to talk about the schedule coming up here next, but at least, at least for our opening night game, everybody's going to be tested on if the things that you said and talked about are things you're really going to try to do. You got to show and prove. So that's what we'll see, man. Uh, but next up, we're going to be talking about the Bulls' rough schedule in general to start. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk to you guys about PrizePix. PrizePix is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. PrizePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season as well. With PrizePix reboot re, uh, policy, your entries can stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games or college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player gets rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to prizepix.com, locked on NBA, and use code locked on NBA for first deposit match up to $100. That, that's prizepix.com, locked on NBA, to use code locked on NBA for a first uh, deposit match up to $100. Uh, daily fantasy sports made easy with prizepix. That is. But not ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Pat. So with that being said, man, let's get into this overall schedule to start uh, for the Chicago Bulls this season. Uh, this, outside of just this OKC Thunder game, which we just talked about and broke down, this gets rough quick over the first five games or so for the Chicago Bulls. We got the Thunder today. Friday, the Raptors. Saturday, we got the Pistons. Monday, the Pacers. Wednesday, the Mavericks. Back Friday against the Nets. And Saturday against the Nuggets. Yeah. This is 
this is one of the most packed starts of a season that the Bulls have had in a, in quite a while. I thought you brought out an excellent point when we were prepping for the show, right? Like mm. talking about if the Bulls can get through Jan I, I you said December pretty it's much, really but December, we yeah. play Philly on January 2nd. Let's say through January 2nd. And you're sitting there looking at what could be possibly a 500, maybe a little bit above 500 or even slightly below 500 record. I mm. think you have to count that as a success, a success. Uh, I'll tell you why, because I know everybody's going to look at me crazy uh, throughout that. Like you mentioned, we play the Nuggets. We play the Suns. We play the Bucks twice. We play the Heat three times. No, we play the Bucks three times. Play the Heat three times. We play the Celtics twice. Um, and we've got the Lakers in there and we play Philly three times. You get punched in the mouth immediately to start this schedule and yeah. you have to have some answers to punch back with. Like there's not going to be a ton of stuff. And I say 500, right. Or just above or just below, because if you can get through December and January, just above or just below, you feel like, okay, we competed with the big boys in the league throughout the entire first three months of the season and now, you know, we get a little bit of a break. We can make up some ground, win some games here against the teams that are maybe a little bit less. I do wonder if this is going to change the timeline on some of those things that we heard if they were to happen where uh, a DeMar DeRozan might be moved or a Zach Levine might be moved well, it, because of how tough this schedule is. I was about is. to say, it adds more color to that because it's like you really will know what this team is well before the trade deadline. We have the the uh, ninth toughest schedule in, in the league up until into December 2nd. After that point, we have, I think, the fourth easiest schedule the remaining way through. Now, again, that could change based off injuries, how teams go, things like that. It's all, you know, based right now off, off uh, you know, factors from last season and things like that. But um, this, this schedule is so front-loaded for the Chicago Bulls as far as not only just the matchups, but also travel, things like that, that if the Bulls can come out of, let's say you, you said January, so the turn of the, of the new year, if they can come out of the 2023 and, and start 2024 off either at 500 or slightly below, yeah. God forbid if they're above 500, then you're talking about a team that's gone through their test. They've gone through the hardest part of their schedules. I think most of their back-to-backs this season are also front-loaded. They've gone through things like that. And then you can start not necessarily coasting, but it gets considerably easier on you. And at that point, that team's battle tested. So if it's if it God forbid the Chicago Bulls by January 15th or something are eight, 10 games below 500. Honestly, at that point, if AK does decide to do something drastic, it's like, I understand it. I, I know mean, you couldn't compete. Yeah. You you get you're gonna find out so much quickly, and this is why I said the other day, right? Like I wanted to see the starters play all the way through preseason. I wanted to see these guys get get a ton of use because you don't have the luxury that a lot of other teams have. Yeah. You don't have the luxury of a slow start. You don't have the luxury of a we'll worry about this twenty games in, thirty games in. No, this is a and normally I am the person that's like, listen, I'll worry about what this team is when we get to game fifteen. 15, 20 games in, right? Like, now you're having real conversations on how you can turn things around by trading people or acquiring people, one or the yeah. other. Yeah. This season, you don't have that luxury because the only team on here, let me make sure I'm right, that you play early that has that level of continuity, maybe two, 
Are you talking about the Sixers? And maybe the, I guess the Heat, but they lost a lot of pieces, so they may be adjusting with that. I don't know. Uh, and the Bucks outside yep. of Dame, right? I mean, and some with Boston. I mean, there's still a lot of continuity with a lot of that roster, right? So, um, but yeah, I, don't I mean, know. Boston you got, whole starting five change though. Their whole starting five change, except for Tatum and and Brown. I mean, you added in Drew. You added in Chris Stops. You added it. Well, I guess you still got out Horford too. Yeah, I mean, you still got. I mean, White's going to be coming off the bench, but like, so when you look at it, I think and you, you have no this Brogdon out. this year as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no but Brogdon. I do want to point this out. I think you started touching on this. I don't know if you went all the way in, but like, we got all three of our games. <laughs> Shout out to Dwight Howard. Uh, but- <laughs> yeah. Y'all stay blessed. that game that you mentioned against Philly on January 2nd, which we also faced Philly December 30th. So we got yeah. like, that's wild. But we've all three of our games against Philly before the start of the new year, basically January 2nd. We've talked about that though. Yeah. We got two games, no, four, all four of our games against Miami. We'll face them four times before December 16th. That's crazy on top of that. Right. We got games against Boston. Yeah, yeah, this is a this is a it's, wild it's, it's schedule, a start bro. that you're gonna know 100 yeah. percent what your team can deal with, especially when you look at these guys have been like the the changes that we have are role players coming in. Yeah, like it's not That's, like I'm we're not having 35 minute per night changes unless somebody ends up getting injured, right? Like yeah. Kobe White's gonna be a starter point guard. Maybe it takes a little bit of time for him to acclimate to that, but he knows how Zach Levine. Uh, uh, or where Zach Levine wants the ball at. He knows where DeMar DeRozan wants the ball at. He knows where Vooch wants the ball at. Like, you got to hit the ground running. Or we could be talking about some changes here because it would t- it would tell you that your team can't compete. And uh, to me, that is the uh, that's that's the biggest. They they got to figure that out quickly. Like, I mean, it, I know it sounds crazy to say, but like, if we get to fifteen games in, and we're just getting cooked. We we might we might be heading towards blow up territory. Though. Hey, bro! Like I mean, like AK said it right, and I I know we're about to end this segment, but like AK said it is that they want to make sure that this is the right is this is the group of guys right, and yeah. that that the the first two months of this season is going to tell all of that. Bay two and a half months of the season is going to tell all of that because you know, and that may also tell what we're talking about that they may look to trade like a like to make a move as far as blowing something up. On the flip side of that, if the Bulls do come out of this, let's say at 500, Yo. let's say some somehow a little bit above 500, that may signal to the front office to then go to ownership and say, hey, it's a one-year – keep in mind, the disabled player exception is one year – to be able to say, let us go ahead and use the disabled player exception to acquire somebody to kind of put us over the top. So, Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, if the Bulls <laughs> come out of this 600, like – if the Bulls are what, what would that be? 18 and 14 or 19 and 14? 18 and 14 like would be 600, right? Yeah. Or no, 18 and 18 to 14, 31 not It would yeah. be 31 games. So it's got to be 18 and 12, something like that. I don't think you can be perfectly 600, right? Yeah. Not perfectly. But 
if they come out of that on that, like, bro, I'm, I'm talking junk. I'm a confident Bulls fan. Oh, yeah, it completely changes the talking points around the team if they can do that. So let's hope that that's the case, man. They got the test in front of them, and we'll be able to talk about it and see if they do, man. Listen, we'll be breaking it down all right here, man. Um, But before we get into this next segment, we do want to remind you guys that Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. And, Pat, with that said, man, we got to get into the first five games of the season, which... It gets a little tough in there for the Chicago Bulls, brother. Hey, early on, dog. I mean, like, we we basically broke this all down, but early on, I mean, you look here. Thunder, Raptors, Pistons, Pacers, Mavericks. Um, and that is five games in seven days, basically. Mm-hmm. What are you predicting on that, my guy? Okay, so Raptors, I'm predicting to win. Pistons win. Mav, mm. you know what? I'm, I'm right win. there with you. I think I think the Bulls are gonna go three and two over these for, over his first five games. I'm I'm right there with you. I know it felt crazy to to say like Bulls over the Mavericks, but bro, like the hey, bro, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Even though they added Kyrie, mm-hmm. I don't think the Mavericks are a good basketball team. Bro, I, don't I mean, think last listen. year was a fluke, bro. Like I was like, hey, uh, even watching them, I get it, Grant Grant Williams and all that there, and I'm, but I'm I'm, I'm just watching my. Hey, who's playing defense? <laughs> like, if you go put up 165 points a night, mm-hmm. it's a dangerous Mavericks team. But also, right, what's the latest we got on Luka? Like, I don't even know if he's going to be available for that first game. Now, that is at uh, the Mavericks there. But, I mean, like, the, the hardest part for the Bulls here to me is starting off with the Thunder and then the travel that's going to be done in these first five games, again, that's versus the Thunder at home, versus the Raptors at home, and then you're on the road. Pistons, Pacers, Mavericks, you're flying around pretty yeah. much right after you play the game. Bulls are going to have a crazy travel schedule to start this season off as well. That's facts. That's facts. So, I mean, listen, it's it's a t- it's definitely a tough schedule to start for the Chicago Bulls, but I'll tell you what, there are definitely some winnable games on that schedule, there are some favorable matchups. The Pacers are a team that I'm really excited to see how the Bulls match up with the Pacers because I think that's another team that tests a lot of the Bulls' weaknesses, at least from last season. Um, and you get that test early on as well. So, listen, if the Bulls can come out of this first five, three and two, I think that, that it's hard to argue that's not a – uh, paying that as anything other than a good to great start for the Bulls. Because I'll, I'll say this as well, right? Like, we, we've got the, the Pistons as a dub right now. Pistons is going to be a different team. Cade is back. Cade is a dog. Like, he is a actual dog. Now, I don't know if he's starting the season ready to go. I got to check out Locked On Pistons with Koo. Uh, he's the only uh, <laughs> the only Pistons podcast that I'm willing to tolerate. But, um, you know, like if if he's a guy who is you know ready to go, Cade Cunningham's a dog. I really like what they added in and in, in the uh, which Thompson twin do they got? Asher, they got Asher as as Ouser or however you say his name. Uh, Bojan is a spark, yeah. and then you're talking about James Wiseman probably starting there. Like that's not a slouch of a team at all. Um, and they got Monty Williams at head coach. So that to me is going to be a very interesting game. You got three teams to me that are pretty tough to start the season. Um, and I'm, I, the Raptors always play us tough, but we've been able to come out on the winning end with the Raptors. 
We have. We definitely have with the Raptors. But, you know, like you, that's a team that I think definitely tests us defensively a lot as well. So, um, but I, I mean, I'm excited for that matchup, too. That's that's a team we, we typically play pretty well, but they've also given us some work sometimes. So. Wednesday, dude, they beat us during the season a couple of times. And weren't we weren't we pretty yeah, even with yeah, them we, last we, year? We we they, I think we I think they won I think they won two out of three against us. I remember the second game that we played against the Toronto Raptors. That was the game where we, me and you both were really impressed with how Billy Donovan uh, made adjustments because we played them on a back to back. And the second game last season is when the Bulls really attacked their defense before they had a chance to set up. And we yeah. were just seeing how how great of a game plan that was, and the Bulls executed it very well. Yeah, let's hope they can do that again, man. Um, I, I think this start to the season is going to be, like like we talked about in the last segment, a, a real test for the Bulls. And I, I think more so to me, right, looking at it, defensively is really going to put the Chicago Bulls That's to the fact. test. And it's going to test that, yeah. are you a top five defense yet again number that we left the season with last, uh, last year? If you come out of these first five games and you can get one player um, one of the younger guys to uh to show you something. Which one would you want to see most from? You, Kobe. You want to show you something? Hey yo, <laughs> you gotta stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> hey yo. Um, I would say uh, honestly, I don't even know if it's necessary. No, I'll say this, Io. I think that Io could be a really big part of that of that bench unit mainly because like he's the only one that on that bench unit that can actually like you can see maybe turning into a scorer not just a shooter but a scorer for that team and so uh i think that i'm looking at io like i uh, io showed a lot to me in the preseason and just understanding what his new role is and i think if he thrives against that he's going to have a lot of opportunities when you look at players that play on the wing against these uh, that we are that we're going to play in the on those uh, on those first five teams Io has a big opportunity to really show up a little bit. So hey, let's see what he does, man. For me, I mean, listen, you got you got first five games, bro. You know who I'm looking for. Who? I need I if I see passive P through through three or five games, bro, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, I mean, let's let's I'm gonna pull this up one more time. So the Thunder, we know he's gonna have like Thunder Raptors and all matter of fact, all, every of these five teams, P Will's gonna have a match where he absolutely needs to show up. Yeah, I mean so. Thunder, he's probably guarding Chet, right? I don't think, I don't. You think they're going to throw Vooch at Chet? Vooch at Chet feels wrong. See, what the, the thing is, Vooch is a good isolation defender, and I think. Yeah, but that's a heavy pick and roll coming this way. That is and true. it could be a pick and pop. That is true. Um, But, I mean, who else are you going to put him on? You're not going to put him on Jalen Williams because that dude is way too quick of a first step. So. Player two, three. I don't know. What do you? Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you look, know. you look at the uh, the OKC Thunder, either Jalen Williams or Chet. So I mean, either way, however you look at that, right? Um, you're probably going to hide Demar on guarding Lou Dirt, uh, Lou Dort on the other on the opposite end. Toronto, yeah. it doesn't even matter. Well, any one of those guys, Patrick Williams needs to be guarded, right? <laughs> take your take your pick there. You, you no, you know guarded. what? Put him on Scotty though. Against that one, he he did really okay. good against. Yeah, he Scottie did. Moore. He did do good against Scotty. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, Detroit clearly against Detroit. Um, I mean, you could actually play him on Cade if you really wanted to. You like, could, but I I I I don't know if they'll do that. Uh, man, I mean Isaiah Stewart. I guess I don't think you're gonna put him on Jalen Duran either. So no, let's keep him far away from Isaiah. Stewart. Yeah, yeah, and so. 
I mean, and then also we're talking about Pat. Uh, also, Kobe, that that defensive prowess he showed last season is going to be tested real early in all these games as well. I ain't, like, ain't going to lie to you. Hey, Kobe. Really? Kobe hey, hey, four of these games, Kobe might get cooked to start. Kobe the got Shea, uh, Denny Schroeder, Cade, Tyrese Halliburton, and Kyrie. Hey. Hey, In the first five good. games of the Schroeder, season. he should be able to handle. Schroeder, he should be able hey, to listen, handle. Schroeder be Outside cooking sometimes, that, though. Outside of that, Kobe finna get cooked, bro. <laughs> for four games, bro. Hey, we might see Io get in there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Bro, like, I mean, it's, no, I think they'll go Javon Carter first before they go They go all the way Io. But, like, hey, it's, it's, it's gonna be a fun five games to start the season. That's all I can say on that one, bro. Hey, man, let's see. Let's hope we start off this season with a dub. And it changes our opinion on everything the rest of the way. Hot takes coming in. Uh, no, I appreciate you guys tuning in and showing love. Follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Absolutely. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. For Pat, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, and we'll see you guys after the game tonight. Make sure you guys are tuned in. Hit that, uh, that bell notification as well to get notified when we go live. But we out here. Peace, y'all. Peace. You wild for that Dwight comment. <laughs> that was crazy.